Hello, everyone, and welcome to Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. I'm Mike Laidman. And I'm Chris Polanski. And we're two dads who also happen to be nerds. We certainly aren't experts, but we are open to sharing our experiences with other nerdy dads out there in the interest of keeping our kids alive. Chris, it is episode 161. How are you doing, sir? I say it uh, two times a year, Mike, and I will continue to say it is daylight savings time. (laughs) So tired of this shit. Tell you, Uh, man, it's just no winning, you know? No, I hear you. I hear you. Trying to put your kid to bed technically two hours late at this point (laughs) was like... Oh, it was, it was yeah. a pain in the ass. Well, and, and we went all out like the whole week. We tried to just, like shift Ben a little bit later because like, his usual bedtime was like seven thirty, eight, something in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were putting him to bed like eight thirty or nine every day. And, you know, he was sleeping in a little bit, but not that much. And then the actual day came and we kept him up until nine eight, or nine p.m. And then he woke up at six in the morning. New time. So it's mm-hmm. like. It's a win, but barely a win, <laughs> you know, and then Wes is still a little bit too young to have like a clearly defined schedule. So yeah. he was up at 530 in the morning and yeah, it was just it was just shitty, Mike. I hate it. I hate yeah, it. I, f- I completely forgot that it was coming. <laughs> so oh, did uh, you? we did le- very little in the way of repairing <laughs> and it didn't work out great. But I mean, it didn't work out any worse than it probably would have had. If we just <laughs> tried to prepare. No, I know. I mean, and they're just they're just too young. They're too young to understand like, hey, you can sleep in a little bit longer, you know, or yeah, play in your room and don't bother me. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> you know? that's what I ended up doing. I gave him my phone and it's like, here, sleep in the bed and watch TV in the in on the phone and I'll play in bed <laughs> for another 30 minutes. Oh, that's wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. Oh, good times. Yeah, no, I'm tired. I'm tired, too. So high energy program we're going to have this <laughs> evening. That's for sure. Yes, that's uh, right. Yes. The older the kids get, the uh, less entertaining the show becomes. Yeah. The, the, we'll, we'll start recording the show from our bathrooms because it'll be the only place that we can get some damn peace. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about you, but like bedtimes for us have just been a pain in the ass. Like Wes is fine. You feed him his bottle, rock him for a little bit and he goes to sleep. But Ben just fights bedtime every day. It's it's brutal, like to the point where oftentimes we'll sort of swap out and like because Tiff will be stressed or I'll be stressed in the day and like I'll put them both to bed myself and give her mm-hmm. like a little bit of peace of mind. And then, you know, we'll do the opposite because obviously I'm curling one day a week. So she usually does it that night. And yeah, it's a uh, man. It's brutal. I have I wish I wish I had some advice to deliver but uh right now i'm all i'm asking for advice from people here well that's the thing like i I can imagine that your your sleepy time problems are not the same sleepy time problems that i have so i can't really help you out with what you're (laughs) but uh yeah no i'm right there with you like it's a struggle putting that kid to bed every night and he's got and it's not because like he's bad or anything like that it's because he's learned the stall you know, like he has his list. He's like, it's, it's like a checklist of yeah. things that he goes through that it's like, oh, I need to do this before I go to bed, but I can't, but I won't ask for it before bed. You know, like perfect example. He has a, a water cup in his room. He will not ask for water. And if you ask if he wants water, he will refuse until he is in bed. And then he will ask for water. Of course. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, yep. And. And then also he will also need to do you need to go pee before bed? Nope. Okay, into bed. I have to pee. Okay. 
you know? Yeah. And yeah. and then once he's been trotted out and he's peed, you put him back into bed and he's like, now I have to poop. And I'm like, uh, I know you don't, but like, I have to kind of respect that you are saying this or, you know, one day is going to come and you're going to tell me you have to poop and I'm going to not do it. And you're going to poop your pants, you know, something yeah. like that's going to happen. But yeah, he has his whole his whole thing. And like some of the stuff that he does to stall is ridiculous. Like you'll be leaving the room and he's like, I need kisses. And I'm like, I gave you kisses, buddy. And he's like, I need small kisses. And he's like, okay, here's small kisses. Now I need big kisses. Okay. I need small kisses from mommy. I need small kisses from daddy now. Now I need small hugs. Now I need small hugs from daddy. Like, like it's just... Yeah one thing after another and it's so funny because every so often he'll get to the point where he's like i need and then you can just hear the gears turning in his head like mm-hmm. what thing can i ask for that i haven't already asked for right and that right. is you have a very very small window to go love you and close the door before he <laughs> thinks of something else <laughs> It's amazing how similar they are, you know, despite only hanging out like three times ever in their life. It's like, you know, they have the exact same thing because Ben does the same thing. It's like, I need a big hug. I need a small hug. I need a big tuck in because we do like the big tuck yep, thing. We do tuck ins too. I need yep. a small tuck. And yeah, tuck ins at the bottom, tuck ins at the top. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, I need the water and I need to go to the bathroom. And then he does this kind of like, because he doesn't want to go to bed. So he keeps trying to like roll out of bed to keep playing. Like he's, he thinks he's being like James Bond or some shit (laughs) sneakily rolling out. And it's like, dude, no, you got to stay in. And cause like we don't lock his door or anything. Right. So, you know, sometimes we have to deal with him leaving every once in a while. And yeah, yeah, it's, it's kind of shitty, but uh, well, it's, it's funny. Cause like I said, if you get that moment where you can sneak the door closed, you're golden. But if mm-hmm. he's still ask, if he's in the process of asking for something, when that door closes, it's hell on earth until you go yeah. and do whatever it is he asked for. Yeah. Like like the other day he asked for he asked for Blue Bear. We have Blue Bear. He sleeps with Blue Bear every night. Well, we found while we were doing some cleaning, I found a tub full of more stuffed animals. And in there was a much bigger blue bear that we also have. So now that became little bear and little blue bear and big blue bear. And, and yeah. you know, he, he loves them both. Well, he's like, I want blue bear. And we're like, buddy, you're holding blue bear. Good night. And as we're closing the door, he's like, I need big blue bear. And I'm like, big blue bear is in your bed. You're fine. But is in the bed. He wasn't holding him. Right. Is in the bed, right. not being held. We close that door and he's like screaming, crying. I need big blue bear. I need big blue bear. I need big blue bear. And Laura's like, let him go. He'll tire himself out. And half an hour later, he's, I need big blue bear. I need big blue. And we're like, how? How is he still going? Yeah. And then we went in there and we're like, buddy, do you need to pee? And he's like, yep. And they got out, <laughs> sat down, <laughs> peed, and and then right back into bed. Forget Big Blue Bear; didn't need him anymore. It was it was just he needed to hit check the next box to to get on right. to his. Oh, it was it's the worst. But yeah, no, getting him into bed, and and we start late on Mondays now because we record on Mondays, and Laura works till eight. And what we originally were doing when Laura worked till eight was I would put him to bed and then Laura would join in and say good night and then we would put him to bed. Well, the issue became that he fought so hard 
me trying to parent him into sleep solo that like because Laura's in the in the next room trying to take phone calls. Yeah. And he is screaming and freaking out. And like, I'm trying to not lose my temper. And like, Laura's <laughs> on the phone with like old ladies who are like, I just want to buy audio books. And there's like, no, like in the background. Right, right, right. So Laura's like, I can't, I can't. We have to start putting him to bed after I'm done work. <laughs> if, if, if only there was some sort of technology that would allow her computer to be portable. And she could just move to a different room and we could start this podcast early. That would be amazing. If somebody could just invent that, that would be fantastic, you know? Well, the, the problem with that is that he still freaks out like nobody's business if we're not both there. So Right, right. Oh, okay, yeah. So it's yeah. multiple. It's a multi-prong attack here. Yeah. It is a multi-prong attack. Like he, He's got a pincer movement ready for us. Like <laughs> mom and dad both need to be there. And also, you know, mom's laptop is stationary so yeah <laughs> right right so yeah no it's not it's not fun but luckily once she finished work tonight she was like you go down there and you record <laughs> like hooray <laughs> yeah that's good that's yeah, good and here we are here we are but enough of complaining about our complete and utter failures to get our children to go to bed and easily <laughs> <laughs> that's the whole point of the podcast mike talk about our kids right yeah, but like, why can't we talk about things we did better with <laughs> or things that are funnier? I don't know. Yeah, no, that's that's true. Well, Mike, I, I forgot something last week that Tiff and I actually had some time to ourselves because we drove all the way to Welland to drop our kids off at Tiff's parents' house for the day. Mm-hmm. And then we went out shopping and we watched to see a movie in the theater. What? My first movie in the theater experience since 2020. And it was fantastic. We got saw, we saw the new James Bond movie, No Time to Die. Oh, nice! Have you, now, have you seen it? I have not. We okay. were gonna I, go. We we're gonna go see it, and then they opened the theaters back up to full capacity, and we were like, uh, "I don't want to go anymore." <laughs> well, so we ended up going. Uh, I won't. I won't give you any spoilers. It's a fantastic movie. I think it's my top, at least top three favorite James Bond movies ever. Yeah, and I'm a big James Bond movie guy. I love. Yeah, it. that's that's pretty high praise. Yeah. Anyway. But that's that's all I'll say. Um, but yeah, we went to a movie at eleven fifteen in the morning, and Mike were nice, the only people nice. in the theater. <laughs> that's wonderful. That's <laughs> it what was I a like. Private to hear. viewing experience. Yeah, it was it was great. We went to A and W first, put our you know hamburgers in our pockets, walked in, ate everything in there. It was amazing. Wonderful. Yeah. No, yeah. that's that sounds like the dream. That's what I need. It's the eleven fifteen a.m. Of of a movie that's been out for over a month, so no one will be there. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good. I think it's probably the first time ever I've been the only person in the movie theater. I can't think of another time off the top of my head, but uh, what a different movie experience because you could just like lean over and talk to each other and not worry about anything. And I've been I've been pretty close. I haven't. I don't think I've been completely the only ones there, but like very few. Like when we went and saw Black Widow earlier in the year, we were, there was mm-hmm. only there was only four people in the theater. No, no, four other people other than us. Yeah. The the closest I've got was Laura and I went to see the Meg in one of those second run theaters. And the only other person there was like a homeless dude staying out of the cold. <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah. In the theater? Well, yeah. I guess he snuck in a little bit or something. I don't think he snuck in. I think they just, I, I, maybe they let him in. I don't know. But he was very clearly homeless and not interested <laughs> at all in the shark movie. <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. But, uh, Mike, I have zero children's stories this week. 
Really? Wow. Yeah, it's it's been a busy week, a stressful week, and I'm sure they did many adorable things and many cute things. Oh, you know what? No. Just thought of one. Just thought of one. Wes started actual food this week. Oh yeah. I saw the video. Okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah so I have an idea. What was it? It was a pickle he was eating? It looked like a pickle. Ah, Christ, I don't know. He would probably avocado, maybe. <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> but it he, was... he he loves it. He's doing a great job. Like, he's all about that spoon. He figured out spoon goes in the mouth right away. And we're doing the baby led weaning thing, which I think you guys did, too, with William. And we did it with Ben. Honestly, at, at this point, everything is a blur. <laughs> it's basically you just put a bunch of shit in front of them. And it's like, you eat it. You know, yep. you get your hands all mushy. And if you eat it, it's great. If you don't eat it, it doesn't matter because it doesn't actually... You know, food is for fun at this point in time, right? Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, it reminded me that oh yeah, learn teaching them how to eat is my least favorite part of parenting. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> for no particular reason. You know, the potty training was kind of shitty, but it was over in like two weeks and stuff. And yeah, this was the one that I, I did not like. You know, the constant spitting of things and oh, are they going to choke? Are they choking? Yeah. Somehow they've choked on this like pablum, you know, that she has no solid chunks or whatever. But uh, mm. anyway, yeah. Good times. Good times. Yeah. I think I think that's it. If, if you say your stories and I think of something while you say your stories, I'll pipe in afterwards. Sure. Sure. Yeah. My big thing right now that I because I, it's funny because you're like, I don't have any stories at all. And I'm like, I had stories. And then they went away because I've been fighting with a child over a measuring tape. over measuring tape yeah this is pretty funny laura comes in because again we're we're, i don't put william to bed until eight on mondays so i'm trying to wind him down we're reading little pigs in the three little pigs in bed because uh i don't know here's a tip in case i mean i don't know if i think you might guys might do this do you guys do the little dolly parton reading library thing dolly parton i can't remember what it's called specifically dolly parton has like this foundation where they basically give out free books to kids oh I don't think we've done that before. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, you basically you sign up and until your kid is like six years old, they send you like a free book every month. We have like, like, and the latest book that they sent us was the three little pigs. And it's pretty funny because most of the time William doesn't care. He has like some of the big books he doesn't care about. We're like, okay, well, I guess we won't read this one. But like he I'm trying to think of something. We've gotten like the little engine that could was one of the books. It was the very first book we got was actually the little engine that could, mm-hmm. but we got, we got the three little pigs. So I'm reading the three little pigs and then mom comes in and she's like, can daddy get up for a second? And I'm like, okay, what's up? And I hop over and she's like doing, it's, it's that measuring like a, like if you were sewing like that kind of a, sew, a measuring tape. Oh, okay. Yeah. So she like measures me and I'm like, okay, interesting. <laughs> and, and she leaves and William's like, I need to be measured. And I'm like, okay. So I go back into the, I go into the room and I'm like, I need that measuring tape. She's like, okay, fine. Here you go. So I take the measuring tape and I walk back and I, I measure him and he's like, okay, now we need to measure blue bear. Now we need to measure bluey, like measuring all his toys around. Yeah. Right. And then it was like, okay, it's bedtime, buddy. And, and he's like, I haven't measured this guy yet. We're like, it's too late, buddy. We got to go to bed. And he was just like, I haven't measured him. I haven't measured Blue Bear. Like freaking out. <laughs> and, and, and this was like right before the podcast started. I'm like, I'm never going to start this thing close. Like it's going to be 9 p.m. by the time we start this damn thing. Yeah. But 
thankfully Laura was like, no, you go and, and whatever, whatever. And I'm mad. I'm just sitting there. And I'm like, man, I can't remember like any cute stories with this kid at all. Cause I'm like, go to bed, shut up. <laughs> yes, measuring it's all, tape. It's all blocked out by the rage that you're feeling right now. Yeah, But, right. but I did remember one thing while you were talking and it's kind of like, um, not so much. It's somewhat of a William thing, but also a cat's thing. William has discovered that, the kittens like to play with his toys and he's not a fan. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Yes. So like, for example, we have these like foam blocks that William likes to build with and the cats, they're perfect little toys for the cats. They, they're these little foam blocks and, and they dive bomb into them and they have a great time. And he's just like, Wendy, no, like when she's playing with his blocks, like, and he goes away and he's like, you need to stop. You need to stop. Like if, if he's playing on the couch and they hop up to see what he's doing, he's like, you need to get down, Wendy, get down, Mabel. Like, like just, he's not a fan. And it's really funny because I mean, kittens, right? Kittens want to play all the time. Like they're, and the also, yeah. also kittens are made of diamonds and are the sharpest things in the world. And <laughs> basically, William is sitting there watching Paw Patrol and Wendy's like, or no, it was Mabel. Mabel goes, paw, like right on his foot. Like just, you know, that thing that cats do when you walk by, they're just like, paw, like they just stick it out. Yeah. Not, nothing, nothing too crazy. Well, she does this to the bottom of William's foot and she gives him a little bit of a scratch because she's got the claws out. Mm-hmm. And he is like, all of a sudden, like super afraid of Mabel. Like every time she comes near, he's like, no. And he like curls up into like the fetal position. Like, right, like she's right. going to like take a piece out of him. And the other thing that was really funny is because she got him like right on the bottom of the foot. He's like, daddy, daddy, protect me. And I'm like, what? And he like took his took my hand and he like put it over his feet. So I'm just sitting there holding his feet. And then like, you know, he, he Mabel goes away and he's like, OK, stop. And then. She comes back and he's like, Daddy, my feet. And I'm like, okay. So so now anytime the cat comes near him, I have to like hold his feet so she can't touch him on the bottom of his feet right. again. Amazing. Uh, good times. Good times. It's amazing what stupid things they get afraid of. Or, you know, yeah. like it happens one random thing and all of a sudden they won't want to they don't want to do that anymore, right? Or don't want to go yeah. anywhere near it anymore or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Maybe now he needs to be scared of measuring tape and then we'll be <laughs> safe for <laughs> yeah. that time for yeah. another day or two. Raise this child to be so full of anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> but you'll yeah. sleep well at night and that's the important thing. Yeah, that's the important thing. Yeah. That's the important thing. Well, I know what's really important is if we do a show where we don't talk about Facebook for <laughs> for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but it was tough coming up with topics that weren't Facebook related, Mike. It's been <sighs> such an e- they've been such low hanging fruit. It's been an easy thing to go to. It's true, and I mean, it's been so much of it has been just updates on stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, there's other stuff we could have talked about. That's all updates of stories. Like we could go on and on about. Like perfect example. I'm just going to throw this out there. This is not on our docket, but I can. I'm just going to bring this up, and then we can move on. All of the fun stuff that's happening at Blizzard again, not specifically related to more harassment or anything. But because of all of the things going on with the changes that we've been talking about at at Blizzard, Diablo 4 and Overwatch 2 are both delayed. Yes, indefinitely. Yes. Not even like 
delayed a couple months. It's delayed potentially forever. Yeah, like they didn't even have dates on them, and they're just like, yeah, it's not even coming when you thought it might. Like that's right. Like, well, and they canceled BlizzCon this year too, and I suspect it's all related, right? So, yeah, and then also another thing is that woman co-president that they added has already left the company, and that was August. That she, yeah. that she got promoted to co-president, so that sounds good. I mean, she's she's going off to work at like a women in gaming support center kind of mm-hmm. thing to like be in charge of that. So it sounds like she might be better suited to helping everyone there instead of just kind of doing it at Activision Blizzard where she was. But yeah. still, it's it's just not a good look for her to leave like two months after she gets <laughs> the position. <laughs> no, that is true. But I think uh, I think. What she was saying was she feels like she can do more good at this sort of like women in gaming organization or group or whatever that she's heading off towards. So, yeah, you know, hopefully that's the actual reason and not, you know, more nefarious things or whatever. But uh, yeah, well, it was also the the tinfoil hat wearing sub public is like she sent it an email and it was like effective immediately. So it wasn't even like, you know, here's my two weeks or at the end of the month or anything like that. It was like, bye, I'm out the door. You know? <laughs> so I feel like that's where the, maybe it was nefarious purposes. Thought process might be coming from very some, pe- some yeah, people. Could be, could be. But, well, there you go. Update one. Update, update one. one that's it. It's done. Yeah. We're not going to talk anymore about that. We have other things that we want to talk about. But this one's an update is Netflix games. We've been talking about Netflix games and some of the weird stuff that they've been doing. Well, it's it's live for the whole world now. Everybody can can play the what is it? Four Android games on the phone. If, if <laughs> that's if right. You want. Yeah, and it's live just for Android users at this point in time. iOS, they've promised is coming, but not yet fully available. Yeah. But to to answer some of the questions that we had earlier is you can launch the games directly from the Netflix app and play them directly from the network or not directly from, but you don't need to like go on your, your whatever it is, home screen or whatever and find the games and stuff. You can actually launch it directly from Netflix. And I believe it is included in the at least the high tier package. I'm not sure about the mid tier package. Do you know? Well, I, I, I can tell you this. Mm-hmm. That before the show started, I checked to make sure that I had the latest update of Android Netflix on my phone to make sure that I could. I wanted to check it out and see how easy it was to to load up a game. And I can't find them. I have no idea where they are. There's not even a section. Like if you if you open it up, the top says TV movies categories. Yeah. I would assume it would say TV, movies, games categories, or one of the categories would be games, and it's not in either of those places. <laughs> so I, I don't even know. I, I tried. I tried to do my due diligence and at least load up a game and be like, yeah, it was easy. Or it's not. It's not easy at all. <laughs> no. What I can tell you, Mike, is it is in the regular Netflix landing screen, but as one of those like if you watched, you know, Breaking Bad, you'll also like these kind of games. Or here's all the new new shows in Netflix, and here's the top ten. It's in one of those like rows that they have. See, I looked through that, and it was not immediately obvious that it was any <laughs> of those. Let me just flip through it again. But yeah. I, I I looked through, and I didn't because I thought of that once it didn't show up in one of the other two places. I was maybe it's in this list and. And it was like, hey, Tiger King's coming back. And I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> that's cool. Where are these games? I don't know. I, I Sometimes I find Netflix 
like sometimes there it's fantastic it's like yeah these are exactly the movies i want to watch and other times trying to find anything is just such a monumental pain in the ass you know like even when you're like your my list just disappears and you don't have it to find and maybe it's just like an ios thing but no it does no that great it does that get there. yeah it's like this should always be on the top just give me the, the library of things i want to watch you know and i'd love to have because I don't know how you handle your my list, but for me, once I've watched the movie, I usually remove it. But yeah. at the same time, sometimes I wish I had like a my list that I've already watched. So if I wanted to go back and watch a movie that I really enjoyed, I wouldn't have to like research the whole thing, you know? Well, they do have that because or you know, watch it again section, right? That's true. That's true. Oh, here's the thing. This is what really caught me off off guard. So I I I download the app, I open it up, and a thing pops up in the corner and it says play something and i'm like oh wow the games are right there no it's that random thing where it's like oh you don't know what to watch just click this button and we'll just play something for you at random. okay yeah yeah (laughs) and i'm like oh well i thought this would be the games it was not (laughs) it started playing some weird crime show because my wife watches a lot of crime shows right right well, anyway, Mike, basically, from my understanding, it works the same way as the national Netflix. So if you pay for X number of seats, you get to have that number of people play the games at any given time. So if you wanted to have like a, I guess, couples version of Stranger Things 1984, go right on ahead. You can do that. But uh, I don't know. I'll be curious. I'm, I'm curious to see how popular this becomes. You know, are they ever, are, is it just going to be mobile games or are they going to actually like branch out into sort of more like, you know, Game Pass style stuff where you're playing like real games, you know, yeah. real games or like what's it going to be, right? I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see. I feel like what's really going to be a real test to, like, to show how that works is when Night School Studios releases their next game because that was, it was a story on our dock for months and we never got to it, yeah. was that Netflix bought Night School Studios and they, they've made a few great games. They made Oxenfree, and they made After Party, which is uh, a movie. A movie. It's a game about beating the devil in a drinking contest. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But Oxenfree was great. I actually I played Oxenfree on PS4, and the sequel is actually coming out later this year. And supposedly, it's still coming to everything else. But Netflix is also going to incorporate it into Netflix as well. And even though, from what I understand, I mean, Oxenfree is not. I mean, it's it's a game, but it's not what you would call like it's it's no Assassin's Creed, you know. It's right. It's like a. I I'm sure the first auction for oxen free runs on on mobile because of how simple it is. Like it's like a two day two D side scrolling game. Like it's mm-hmm. nothing. It's a two D Telltale game, is what oxen free is. You know, like you go through and you make your choices and and whatever. But it's all like little drawn characters and everything right, like that. So right. it's nothing that I don't think would be too too hard to run on a phone so i i I assume it's on on i mean i can just check (laughs) it's probably (laughs) on here it's probably not all that important maybe they'll partner with nintendo bring back some of our old snes favorites and stuff right well i feel like the groundwork was being laid for the the playstation relationship and yes oxen free is available on android (laughs) so well, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, there was thoughts about maybe Netflix, because we did talk about that, the possibility of Netflix being the streaming service for PlayStation games. So, mm-hmm. I mean, 
for now through the streaming service for those four Stranger Things mobile phone games. But we'll see yeah. what the future holds. Yeah, we definitely will. What do, what do you think the odds are that, uh, you know, your parents or my parents see these and like, you know what? I should just fire up this game. Oh my god, my parents will never if it unless it's on unless it's on the TV, my parents won't even notice that it exists. Like Yeah, they, that's they, that's kind of my thought. It's just it's just a weird thing and I get that they're trying to hop on that gaming train, but uh I don't know. I guess I guess it's still early. Maybe Netflix will eventually become synonymous with movies and gaming, but Yeah. Well, hey, before we hop into some more gaming news, just a real quick streaming service movie related thing that i wanted to to bring up this is short and sweet but i thought it'd be really cool is that disney plus is actually incorporating imax into their new their into the streaming service so if you have a movie that supported imax in the theater you can watch it in the imax aspect ratio on disney plus which is really cool because like usually the blu-rays don't have that kind of a thing on them but basically Think about it. Anytime you watch a, a Marvel movie on a Disney Plus, it's going to have the big black bars. Well, the IMAX stuff is more 16 by 9, so you'll have a more full image. And uh, they're starting it off on the but it, the day this podcast airs, I think, is the day that it starts, which is when Shang-Chi hits the service. And Shang-Chi and 12 other movies from mm-hmm. the Marvel Universe will all pop in with the IMAX once it uh, takes over. I think the only movies that are 100% IMAX are the the, the Avengers Infinity War and Endgame. Those are 100% IMAX, but I'm fairly certain the other the rest of the movies that they they're mentioning are all like this scene's an IMAX. Like this big action scene is an IMAX, but you know, when Black Widow and her sister are hanging out at the bar in in, you know, South America, that's not that's not an IMAX, you know, <laughs> stuff like yeah. that, right? Yeah, that's uh, that's the part I kind of found not strange because it's it's cool. It's like awesome, you know. We get higher resolution videos, and you know, I, I don't know about you, I don't love the black bars, but at the same time, I'd rather see everything that was intended to be seen and whatever. Yeah, but yeah, they're saying as an example, Black Widow has 22 minutes of IMAX footage, and I'm just wondering how jarring it's going to be flipping back between, like, you know a traditional bars on top and bottom versus like a full screen and then back to the bars and back to the full screen. Like, or is it just going to kind of be one main sequence will be IMAX and then it'll go back to, you know, the regular letterbox for a while. It depends on how they do it. Cause I have the dark Knight on Blu-ray and I, mm-hmm. I think it was the first movie I ever had that had the IMAX stuff on it. Yeah. And it like just pops. It, 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 you know, it, uh, the, the scene goes to the IMAX and it cuts like it, the bars are just gone. And I don't remember, I, I, I remember that it was like maybe a third of the way into the movie before I even noticed that it was doing that. But, right. And, okay. Yeah. But I've seen other movies where I think it's one of the Mission Impossible movies where it, like, the bars, go up and down like it it re it rejigs the black bars like they slide out instead of it just disappearing right right yeah yeah so i mean it really depends on the version they 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 decide to to upload i don't know i guess we'll have to check them out once they they go in but the thing that i did read though is it's not by default you actually have to pick that you want to watch the imax version instead of the regular version Mm. so 
I mean, whatever. It's not a big deal. Like it's, it's probably like watching the Simpsons in the correct aspect ratio. You know, <laughs> it defaults to the the one that you don't yeah. want to watch, and then you got to pick the one you do want to watch. Well, I, I want to watch Shang Chi because I haven't seen that one yet. So maybe I'll watch that in IMAX and see if it's like. Yeah, this really does it for me. Or if it's like, oh, I don't really notice any difference at all. I can see a couple more stars in the sky, you know. It it basically will be like watching television because it's the sixteen by nine format versus yeah. the the whatever it is. I can't remember thirty two or I don't know one one forty three one. I think is the other. I don't know. Either yeah. way, yeah, the, the IMAX is closer to to the sixteen by nine of a of most widescreen TVs. So mm-hmm. yeah, interesting, but yeah, 13 movies to check out. They're all, they're all recent. Actually, some of these aren't recent. Wow. <laughs> some of the Iron Man is one of the movies. Yeah. So it's, it's Ant-Man and the Wasp, Avengers Endgame, Infinity War, Black Panther, Black Widow, Civil War, Captain Marvel, Doctor Strange, Iron Man, Guardians of the Galaxy, one and two, Shang-Chi and Thor Ragnarok are the movies that will have IMAX. So if any of those, Tickle your fancy that you want to see all the fancy IMAX stuff. November 12th is when you'll be able to do that stuff. So cool, Mike. Yeah. So from cool features on streaming services to grand larceny, let's. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I, I really wanted to include this just because of how insane it is. So obviously, Mike, we have mentioned many, many times about all the supply chain issues that have been happening specifically in this case around computer like pc graphics cards and stuff and in what i would have believed to be a onion article until i actually read into it a a truck full of evga nvidia graphics cards was hijacked (laughs) and all (laughs) the cards were stolen for a pinch i guess potentially resale and stuff one thing I guess the criminals don't realize is that all these serial numbers and stuff are tracked. And when you plug them into your computers, like, you know, NVIDIA knows this stuff. So they're probably not going to work. But that being said, the only people who are going to get screwed are the actual people who buy from scalpers and stuff off of eBay. Exactly, but, exactly. Which is too bad. But it's just, I just can't help but picture like this 1920s like gangster, you know, <laughs> pulling over this truck with their Tommy guns and stuff like put it all in the back, you know, or I'm, I'm going to take over the truck or some shit like that. Yeah. Or maybe Vin Diesel. Maybe. Yeah. You know, I was going to say maybe Fast, Fast and Furious 9 style. didn't do all that well. So he's got to go back to go back to the roots, you know. Man, well, that's I mean, I don't know if you saw he sent out that love letter to Dwayne Johnson to help him get him back for Fast Furious 10. Did he? I haven't seen that. <laughs> yeah. It was basically like it was basically like hey, family, you know, <laughs> you know, like it's <laughs> all you need to say. This right, family. right, right. Yeah. That's going to do it. Also, talk to me privately and I'll tell you how much money you're going to make. Yes, that's right. It'd be 50 million. He'd be the richest guy on the planet. But yeah, anyway, I just think it's insane. It's insane that it's coming down. Like, the supply chain stuff is so bad that it's coming down to people literally robbing the trucks in order to try to get these cards. Well, the thing that is insane to me, too, is the prices of the cards range from $329.99 US dollars mm-hmm. to $1,959.99. That, that's a graphics card. There's a graphics card that's two thousand dollars. <laughs> there is. That's the Nvidia thirty nine hundred. That is oh like my God. That is the the top 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 of the line 
the one that everybody kind of drools over, but no one actually realistically wants to buy. <laughs> That's the one. But YouTubers all seem to have them. Well, yeah. I mean, they're they have a purpose. They're you if you want a game, Mike, in eight K. Yeah, that's the one that you get. But uh, as of right now, I don't know about you, but I don't have an eight K computer monitor <laughs> or television no, no. or anything. Yeah, yeah. I I have I have four K. I have four K. I have a four K television, mm-hmm. and I have four K monitors. And the thing that I do all my gaming on doesn't have 4k (laughs) (laughs) that's right but when those kittens getting behind there mike and just push it over you might get another 4k computer or uh, monitor you know these kittens actually haven't even been down here at all we've been keeping them away from here because there's still so many like open boxes and stuff down here we just just don't want them to get loose they've never been down here so Mm -hmm. this is the only kitten free space in the entire that that plan really fell through didn't it mike (laughs) (laughs) this hey they get bigger and when they're too big to fit in a box, you know, fit in these boxes, then they can knock the TV over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. How's that new TV working out anyway, Mike? It's good. It, it's, I, it's great. Yeah, I I do like it. There's one weird quirk with it that I'm not sure if that's like, is that a problem or is that just like a one or twice type thing? Is randomly we will turn it on and it will turn off. Like oh. we'll, we'll we'll turn it on. And we'll put on a show and then it just turns off. And then it you just turn it back on and it's fine. And like but it's weird. It's like within like the first minute it turns off. I don't know what it is. I I also there was one day where it went into sleep mode and it wouldn't turn sleep mode off. Like it was like, hey, your your TV's gonna shut off in 10 seconds if you don't do anything. And I'm like, oh, okay. Press the button, it stops. And I'm like, okay, I guess that's the end of that. And then like 10 minutes later, it was like, hey, your TV's gonna shut off. I'm like, what? (laughs) And I went into the settings and sleep mode was off, and people are and I just turned the TV off like completely because it goes to sleep. Like it's a smart Mm -hmm. TV. It just goes to sleep and wakes up. I turned it off off completely and then turned it back on and that saved it from from doing the sleep thing but the power mm. off thing it doesn't do it often so it's not like i think about it i'm not it happens and i'm like oh is that that it did that again you know but that's it like i'm not right, like right. oh i can't it won't stop doing this it's garbage take it back you know it's but otherwise yeah. it's great like well, that's good it works it does all the things i want it to do and uh you know it'd be nice if i could throw more 4k content off on it uh, yeah yeah no, no, i was just i'm just curious just curious yeah no i like it if if uh if i had the chance i if if those kittens knock the tv down i uh have in my my wish list i know exactly which one i'm going to buy next <laughs> so. it's already in the cart smart guy mike smart guy yeah 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 black friday came early this year speaking <laughs> of which did you see that black friday sales started on november 1st no, uh, I I paid passing attention to it, but that's about it. Well, I I just I did, it's not like I've been looking at all the deals or anything. It literally was like, oh man, Halloween was fun. Let's check my phone. Black Friday deals. Like, like it was, <laughs> it was like the day after. Like it was insane. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, enough of that. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe though, if we hadn't gone off on that tangent, I could have made a better segue. Because maybe what those guys were stealing all those graphics cards for was to mine cryptocurrency stuff like NFTs or whatever, because that's the new hotness for some stupid reason. (laughs) Yeah, I am not on board the NFT train, although, my God, there sure is a lot of money to be made, supposedly to be made in it. 
do you know what NFTs are, Mike? Or do you want to explain it to our listener out there? Okay, well, this is not going to be technical in the slightest. It doesn't have to be technical, yeah. So NFT stands for non-fungible tokens, which I don't know what fungible means, but it's it's not, <laughs> it's not fungible. Yeah. <laughs> it's not fungible. No, actually, I did, I did hear an explanation of what fungible meant. And I'm like, oh, that makes sense. And I've already forgot what it was. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, basically, like what an NFT is, is it's like a, oh, I'm being attacked by a cat, is like you buy a piece of art and the NFT is proof of ownership. And it's, it's, uh, I'm, I'm, it's so stupid. I, I, it's, it's like if you bought a painting and the NFT is proof that you own the painting. Meanwhile, anyone who right clicks and saves as is just buying a print quote unquote. Like, does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, it's basically the equivalent of, you know, yeah. If you're going to use your regular art thing is, you know, if you've got the original from the artist, that is the equivalent of the NFT is like, you know, you took, you took the picture or you made the meme or whatever it was. And the NFT proves that that is in fact the original graphic image or clip of the TV show or whatever. That's it's the original. You have the Mona Lisa on your computer, not like a $5 poster in a frame, you know, that's the difference. But at the same time, I agree with you in the sense of it's a digital image you know, if you right click it and save it, there's like zero loss. Like you have everything that's exactly the same. But, uh, you know, I guess, you know, for I guess collectors out there, maybe Mike, like yourself, having the actual one is worth something. And that seems to be what EA and other gaming publishers are leaning towards because they are discussing including NFTs in their upcoming video games, like their FIFA games, Madden, you know, NHL, that kind of thing. And I don't necessarily care that they're putting this in here, but I, I really wanted your opinion, Mike, because I know you love the trophies. You're you're the achievement guy and whatever. Would having an NFT platinum trophy, you know, that says that you, Mike Laidman, are the first person in the world to achieve said trophy, and this is the proof that you are, would would that matter to you? Do you care enough? No, I don't. <laughs> like I like I like trophies, but like I I I don't need to have The funny thing is is I mean it's not like it's a, a right click screenshot or anything mm. like that, but there's actually trophy one of the trophy tracking websites that I use, PSN profiles. It will actually show you if you are the first person in the world to get a trophy. Like cuz everything's time stamped, right? Yeah. So you can literally look and say, okay, I want to look at this trophy. Who was the first person to get it? And it'll say, this guy got it on this day at this time. There's your proof. You know, right, like you, right. you don't need some gas guzzling house powered machine to verify. <laughs> you could just look at it on the internet. Yeah, there it is, right? You're good with that. Yeah. I guess one of the examples that they were, were talking about, and I don't know, do you play the FIFA games at all? I don't. No, I don't. That's football slash soccer for those who don't know. Yeah. If it's a sports game, I probably haven't touched it since NHL 96. That's that's basically all you need to know. Cool. Um, I guess in the FIFA games, 
as you progress in the game and I don't know, you win matches and whatever, you get basically get what are like our the equivalent of like trading cards. You know, like you go to like the grocery store and you get like hockey a pack of hockey cards and you get your Sidney Crosby and Ovechkin cards and whatever. I guess FIFA does sort of the same thing, but I, I supposedly what they're hoping is that by making them NFTs, they become a little bit more valuable. And they can kind of be traded outside of the game. And, you know, in five years from now or 10 years from now, having the digital version of, you know, Lionel Messi or something, <laughs> I guess it's like the equivalent of having a, a, a soccer card or something like there's there's an added value to it. I'm not totally sold on this idea. And it's obviously not universally accepted. You know, a platform like Steam has banned all blockchain and NFT based stuff in in the platform. So that includes things on the games and stuff as well. Yeah, because obviously, you know, there's lots of scamming uh, and meme coins out there right now that are, you know, they're just designed to make the creator rich and that kind of thing. So, yeah, I don't know. I, like I said, I was I was interested in your perspective because I don't collect anything. You know, meanwhile, you collect comics and you collect models and all that shit and i was just wondering if you know having the nft enabled stuff made it different for you but obviously you know it doesn't so yeah it's it's i mean there's there's a certain like magic fairy dust sentiment to nfts like Mm -hmm. i can spend you know hundreds of thousands of dollars and have the original you know mario number one you know super mario like the, the ones that we were talking about why yeah. earlier in the year like this the original super mario brothers the 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 copy of the game that sold for quite a lot of money i could go out and buy that and tangibly have it and there it is or i could spend the exact same amount of money on something <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah yeah well and uh, yeah that's i don't know like i i get it but at the same time i don't get it yeah but then i'm not i'm not a collector guy so i, I don't know but I had a I had a point I was going to make, but it's kind of lost itself now. But I, I don't know. I, I, I again, it's not none of this stuff's worth anything. Art is not worth anything. It's only worth what you were willing to pay for it, right? It's just yeah. paint on a canvas or or whatever, pencil on paper. But this sort of seems like the same thing. But in the digital medium, there really is no difference between the two. But I guess yeah, just to say that is the real one is worth it to some people. Yeah, like. And there's so many companies that you said, like you said, because you said EA is the one that you specifically brought up. Mm-hmm. And I've seen Ubisoft is looking into it. And I saw today Zynga, like Zynga, yeah. who does like Farmville. Like, I mean, they closed Farmville, but like, so, I mean, they still have other games that they, that they do that would also be. I have no idea what Zynga does now. <laughs> I have no clue. <laughs> I just know they used to do Farmville yeah. and I don't know at all anymore but yeah i don't know i have nothing else to say about this but i just thought it was kind of interesting and worth talking about a little bit mike but yeah. oh I, I i remember fungible the difference is it basically means that if if it's non-fungible that that means it is individual but if it's fungible then that means that it's like a duplicate kind of a thing like it's going back to the art dis- description it's non-fungible when it's a painting because you can see where the brush strokes were. You can't, you know, recreate that yeah. in a, in a fungible sense. Like if you were had a print, it wouldn't have the same 
But that's right. Yeah, it'd be a glossy finish and yeah, yeah flat exactly. on the paper and everything. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So that's the that's the difference. That's what fungible means. And oh, okay. even even that explanation sounded terrible. So <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mike. End the show. End All the show right. on that that amazing piece of knowledge right there. Yes. I just before I I get some crypto bro telling me like the future is here and get out of the way, old man. <laughs> Cause I'm sure that will come. And I feel like I know who's going to tell me that, but that will yeah. do it for this week's episode of part-time nerds, full-time dads. You can follow along on their adventures in parenting at part-time nerds, full-time dads, as well as on any as well, uh, as well as well as Jesus. I changed the line and clearly I, I didn't read it first. A lot. Jesus. <laughs> as well as anywhere else you like listening to podcasts. If you want to get all of this, let us know any helpful tips or even tell us what we said was dead wrong. You can send an email to the dads at part time nerds, full time dads.com or you're just on Twitter or Facebook accounts at PT nerds, FT dads. We'll be back next week with more nerdy dad advice from people who are most certainly not qualified to give any whatsoever. Until next time, I am Mike and I'm Chris and we'll talk to you again. as soon. Get the shit out of here, cat. <laughs> yeah, he really wants attention. He's just right up in there. Yeah. It's daylight savings. It's the thing is he normally gets fed at around 10 o'clock. And if he's not fed, he comes down and he bothers me until I go and feed him. And it's nine o'clock. So, you know, because yeah. of daylight savings, he's coming down and bugging me for food early. What a little ass. Thanks, daylight savings, you bitch. <laughs>